Yo, what's good? My name is Reginald, aka the R Star, aka Mr. Straight Fire, and this is Unabashi Reggie's breakdown, analysis, reaction to Crooked Eyes verse on Eminem's I Will. Before we start, if you enjoyed this video, give it a like and subscribe to my channel if you haven't already done so. If you're new to my channel, I do lyrical breakdown and rhyme analysis of rap songs. As a stan, I mostly do Eminem related songs, so if you're a stan like me, you will love it. As always, check the description to find time codes to skip to the breakdown part. And if you like the audio version only of this video, well, check out all your podcast services. And finally, if you want to support this channel, please go to patreon.com slash unabashedlyreggie. Only for a dollar a month, you get extended version of videos and you get the full rhyme sheets. Before we get into the song, I'd like to give a shout out to Slim Lyrics YouTube channel. That's a YouTube channel that highlights the rhymes, plays the song, the Eminem song, and you can actually see the lyrics just like it's karaoke. And the guy behind that channel is a great guy because I reached out to him on Twitter to know how he was doing it so I could speed up my process and he helped me and gave, even gave me a tutorial on After Effects. So go check out his channel, his latest video as of this recording is Godzilla, so go check it out. After watching the instant classic interview of Eminem on Crook's Corner, where they talked about rap from a more technical and writer's perspective, I felt the need to break down both of their verses on I Will. Don't get me wrong, Royce and Joel's verses were dope too, but this video, I will only tackle Crooked's verse. I know you're all hyped for a breakdown of Eminem's masterful 40 bars album closing verse, but I'll be out for a couple of weeks, so I wanted to release something this month. So I figured I'd start with Crooked Eye's verse since his verse was shorter, but shorter doesn't mean any less though, as you will see. I usually talk a little bit more about the song itself, but I wanted to make a shorter video for this one. I'll talk more about the song itself when I eventually do Eminem's part. With that said, on to King Crooked's verse, Breakdown. What makes Crooked Eye, sorry, I still call him Crooked Eye. What makes King Crooked such a dope rapper is how technical he is with his writing. He crafts his verse with such precision, with syllable perfect sequences as you will see, and on top of amazing rhyme schemes, he adds clever wordplays. Flow-wise, his flow is so interesting. I would call it calm aggression. That's an oxymoron, I know, but that's the only way to describe it. He sounds like he's whispering, but as the verse goes on, you can feel that it gets more intense and more aggressive, but his voice is still calm very unique. So what you'll see in this breakdown is that there are nice wordplays, especially the opening one, but what makes Crooked's verse so dope is how technical it is. As I said, there are multiple rhyming patterns in this verse, and you will see that he switches from one to another at certain times. Let's check it out. Yeah, slaughter goons under the moonlight. John Wilkes, that's who I'm in the booth like. Abra, I go ham for dead president, and everything I record is over your head like a boom mic. First, notice how the third's bar ending isn't part of the rhyming pattern, but because of how it's delivered, that third and fourth bars are combined for a longer bar. He says it quicker so it fits, but it also gave it a nice rhythm to his flow. With that said, there were inner rhymes with the S sounds, so it was still nice sounding. Crooked, formerly from the rap supergroup Slaughterhouse, uses the word slaughter intentionally. Actually, those bars have a killing theme. First, slaughter is synonym for killing, and if you didn't know, a goon is a synonym for thug. 
Plus, what I find very poetic here, instead of simply saying that he's out there killing thugs at night, he uses moonlight, which is more poetic, but it also fits the rhyming pattern here. Continuing the killing theme, we have quite an amazing wordplay. John Wilkes was an American actor, but his fame or infamy doesn't come from his acting skills. He is the man who assassinated Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States. So Crooked is saying that he's a lyrical assassin when he's in the booth. Oh wait, I didn't say this. John Wilkes' last name is Booth. Dope shit. But the wordplay is not done here. The next line, Abra, I go ham, that hides Abraham as in Lincoln, the aforementioned dead president. Damn, son. So that concludes that killing theme. Wow. Now, there are some slangs that you might not be familiar with. Going ham, H-A-M, means going hard as a motherfucker, popularized by Jay-Z and Kanye, of course. And that president is a slang for money because some American dollar bills have presidents on them, like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, Ulysses Grants, and, of course, Abraham Lincoln on the $5 bill. So with rap being Crooked's main source of revenue, I would assume he definitely goes hard in the booth for dead presidents. And finally, if you didn't get that John Wilkes Abram line, the last line of that section might apply to you. Let me explain. A boom mic is a microphone placed at the end of a long stick to record sound on movie and television shoots. And it's held over the head of the people being filmed. So Crooked is saying that what he records, you might not catch it at all. In other words, it might go over your head like a boom mic or a pull-up. Next lines. Why would your irrelevant fucks want to rebel against us? That was a dope five-syllable rhyme. Especially the delivery here is sick. Now that might be me, but I think he's sending shots at some of M's recent enemies. From MGK to Lord Jamar to Nick Cannon, all of them irrelevant in hip-hop. Yet they want to rebel against a great like M. Knowing your Smith & Wesson has never been clutched, knowing you've never been rushed by the most ignorant invented that'll send you to the dentist. One of the reasons why the delivery of those last two lines was nice was because of how he accelerated to get through the next bar, but it's mostly because of the consonants of the TD sound with invented the that'll send you to the dentist. Smith & Wesson is an American manufacturer of firearms, so in those lines, King Crooked is attacking fake gangsters who claim to be about that thug life in their raps, but they've never held or fired a weapon, or they've never been in a situation with real street dudes. Now, I could be reaching again, but I referenced MGK, and one of M's diss towards him was that he called himself the gunner, but never held steel. On the other hand, Crooked tells us that he's about that life, and he doesn't even need a weapon because he'll break your jaw and teeth. That's why you'll have to go to the dentist. To get a whole row of elephant tusks, your teeth gone like you've been on some meth and some dust. Notice how of elephant tusk continued that five-syllable rhyming pattern from earlier bars. Elephant tusk are elephant's two big front teeth. So instead of just saying you'll need a dentist appointment to get a row of new teeth, he found a group of words that fits perfectly into the rhyming pattern he established earlier. That's what we call creative writing. Crystal meth and angel dust, the latter, also known as PCP, are drugs that can deeply affect your appearance from scars on your face to losing your teeth. That's why he used it there as a reference and also because it plays nicely into the rhyming scheme. Now the next bars, the flow he takes, the way he spits is so nice. Your brain knows that it's dope, but you can't pinpoint why. The reason why is because he delivers the line in six syllable chunks and sometimes five. Symmetry in art is something that subconsciously our brain loves. So that's the attention that Crook pays when he's crafting his rhymes. And it's something that's difficult to do while keeping a rhyming pattern and making sense. Check it out. Forever I see you, my call me the enemy watcher. The minute we spot you, the semi-el pop, we got you. Here, the last two were five. 
I'm living to conquer. Remember the mantra. I'm gripping the launcher like M in the doctor with no guilty conscience. Of course, we have the reference to the Slim Shady LP's Guilty Conscience single featuring Dr. Dre. But yo, the flow on this was crazy. I'm living to conquer. Remember the mantra. I'm gripping the launcher. What makes it sound so good is a combination of rhyming pattern with a symmetrical syllable count. Plus, you have the repetition of the NM sound to give it a little bounce. That's writing on another level. That's why Crooked Eye is so underrated, as Eminem said in their interview. In those lines, he used different words for gun to avoid repetition. Actually, he never says the word gun or pistol or weapon in his verse. Earlier, he said Smith & Wesson, and here he said semi, as in a semi-automatic weapon, and launcher. You probably know the expression, you can't see me, which was brought to the mainstream by wrestler John Cena in the past decade. It means that a person is not on your level. So on the surface, you could say King Crooked is watching every single move of his enemies, but I think he also meant that he sees them because they are not on his level. Final two lines. I'm still shocking like dropping a boombox in the bath water. More shocking than a pissed off Blanca. Here, it's similar to the first four bars of the verse where the third and fourth bar kind of merge together, but it has inner rhymes, this time with the op-ox sound. Plus, notice the alliteration with the B sound, boom box and bath water. Just like M, Crooked Eye wants to remind us that he has lyrics that shock, but to do so, he paints an image. If you were to drop a boombox, that's a portable big-ass music player with speakers for your younger folks. Well, if you were to drop that in your bath, you would definitely get an electric shock. Just like if you had a gorgeous home and jump in the thub with a cordless phone. But that line is actually a reference to a line Crooked Eye said on Corrupt's Step Up song, also featuring Exhibit. That song was on Corrupt's 1999 album, The Streets is a Mother. It was actually the opening line of the song. Check it out. This is the art of manslaughter. When I'm rocking, I'm more shocking than dropping a boombox in bathwater. And again, he said, I'm still. So he told us that he was then, but he wants us to know that as sick as his music is, or was, he still is one of the illest. Finally, he closes it with a reference to one of my favorite video games of all time, Street Fighter. For me, it would be Street Fighter 2, The World Warriors on Super Nintendo. Blanca is one of the original characters of the Street Fighter series. One of his signature attacks is when he crouches and produces an electric current, shocking anything it touches. I always love when a rapper makes a simile that goes with what they were saying while adding to the rhyming pattern. That was a dope-ass verse. Nice job. King Crooked. That's it, folks. That was my breakdown, analysis, reaction to Crooked Eyes verse on Eminem's I Will. Let me know in the comments below what you think of the verse, who you think had the best verse. And I know you're patiently waiting for me to break down Eminem's verse, but you'll have to wait a couple of weeks. But until then, this has been Unabashedly Reggie. Thanks. It's been real.